Well, good noonday Wednesday to all of you. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. For all of you who are able to join me live at noon, or whenever you're able to uh, tune in and pick up this time as we uh, think about God's Word for a few minutes together. It's great to have this time with you. What a wonderful joy to be alive in Jesus today and to serve Him and to serve others as He gives us opportunity. And I hope that you are truly having a good day in the Lord. And if you're joining us and one of your friends has uh, encouraged you to listen to uh, what I have to say and you're not a Christian, today you can be saved. Today you can come to know Jesus Christ and experience the fullness and joy of life. Well, we're talking these days about what we're calling timely answers from God's Word. And uh, as we think about these timely answers from God's Word, I, again, I'm taking you to a, uh, to a proverb that I'm using to, ar to arrange my discussions with you about good answers from God's Word. Proverbs 15.23, a person has joy in giving an appropriate answer and a word at the right time, how good it is. So we continue to, to uh, I try to give to you some things that will encourage you and perhaps answer some of the questions that people ask us and that we ourselves have asked about some of the basics of what it means to be a Christian and follow Jesus Christ. By the way, if you know someone who has these questions about what is sin and how are we saved and what are the blessings like we're going to talk about today of salvation, and you have a friend who doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, encourage them to look at these uh, past videos uh, on our website and uh, on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you uh, find us, and encourage them to listen to them. Perhaps it will help them come to know Jesus Christ. Well, our question for today is a continuation of last week. What are the blessings of salvation in Jesus Christ? What a great question. So here's my quick review. Last week, we uh, read together Romans uh, chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we've obtained an introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand and we exalt in the hope of the glory of God. Three blessings we talked about last week. The blessing of being justified before God. When we trust Jesus Christ as Savior, this is an important thing now. You know, you can't justify yourself before God. When I do things wrong, when I did it when I was a kid, I still do it as an adult. I sometimes try to justify myself, justify my actions, justify my words. Uh, but you see, we cannot justify ourselves before God. We really have sinned, friends. We have sinned deeply and greatly against God. The sinfulness of our sin has taken us far away from a relationship with God. But when we come to know Jesus, when we believe in Him by faith, we are justified. Or the old saying, maybe you've heard the old preacher say, just as if you never sinned. Well, we're justified. Secondly, we have the blessing of peace with God. We're no longer at war with God. We're no longer rebels hating God, saying no to God. I don't want your word. I don't want to listen to you. I don't want to submit to you. No, we're at peace with God. And God, here's, here's the amazing thing. Because Jesus Christ died and the wrath of God was placed on him. God is at peace with those who believe in Jesus Christ. And the third blessing we talked about last week was the blessing of our hope of eternal life. We're talking about that on Sunday mornings, 
I hope you'll come be with us. If you haven't been in church for a while, come on back if you feel comfortable. Uh, come on back. We miss you. We want you to be. There's nothing more of a blessing than being in person together, worshiping God, studying God's Word together. But we're talking about hope in God on Sunday mornings. And this blessing of hope is this assured expectancy that when I die, I will go to heaven. So justified before God, a blessing. Peace with God, a blessing of salvation. And hope of a future with God forever is the third blessing. But now we come to talk about a, a fourth blessing. And uh, today we talk about adoption. Here's the blessing. Here's an amazing blessing. As a result of knowing Jesus Christ, I am adopted by God into His forever family. That is an amazing thought. Now, many of us on this uh, call were not... We, we, our parents are our, are our parents for birth, but there are some who listen to me who were adopted by their parents. But in the spiritual world, we're all adopted children of our heavenly father. We all share a common bond as children of God, adoption, adoption. So let's think about it for a minute. I have a great verse for you. Here's the answer. What is the blessing of salvation? Romans eight fifteen. Many of you know this verse. For you have not, believers, believers, listen to me, you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons and daughters by which we cry out, Abba, Father. That's so good, isn't it? Three things we learn about adoption here, spiritual adoption. So how do I come to be a child of God? Here's the answer. I'm adopted by God. I'm adopted by God. He has only one Son, the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. But He now, Christ in a real sense, as the book of Hebrews tells us, is our brother. Uh, we are adopted into the family of God and we share a joint inheritance uh, with Jesus Christ, who is our brother our Lord and Savior, our King and our brother. Those who believe on Jesus Christ by faith are adopted. Let's think about adoption. Adoption starts because someone loves us. Adopted children experience from their adopted parents great love. We, we have some of our people, I was talking with one of our dear sisters about this just today, about this whole matter of seeing in our church those uh, dear parents who have stepped out uh, along with their natural born children and adopted children. And the joy that we see, the joy that comes um, of the fathers and mothers who adopt children. And many stories I could tell uh, through the days of my years being here of how parents loved a child. They saw a child somewhere, perhaps not even in this country, they saw a child, they loved that child. They had a love for that child. God put a love in their heart for that, uh, that child who needed a home, who needed a mother and a father. The love of God for us while we were yet in our sins. Think about it today. God knew you when you were in your sin, my friend. God knew you when you were in the depths of your sin, 
when you were the greatest of rebels against God. He knew you, and here's an amazing fact. He loved you in your rebellion. For while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. For God so loved the world, we've been a part of that world. He loved you. The love of God, oh, the love of God, what a joy it is for us. I hope you'll think about that. Your adoption began with the love of God. You have received a spirit of adoption as sons. You're loved by God, and you were chosen by God. Adoption is an act of choosing a child to become a part of a family. That's the transaction. And in the mystery of God, He chooses us, and we choose Him. I don't understand it, and it'll never be understood. Some pick one side or the other. Well, it's all God choosing me, or it's me choosing God. It's both. You chose God, and He chose you. And as a result of that, mystery. You are adopted into the family of God. And all of us, I'm talking now to my brothers and sisters in Christ, we all did the same thing. You chose Jesus Christ as He chose you. This is amazing. This is our adoption, grounded in the love of God, uh, grounded and based in His choice of us and our choice of Him. But you see, the adopted side is this. Truly, the parents do the choosing. They choose a child in their weakness and vulnerability, and they adopt that child. Well, how about acceptance as a fellow heir with Jesus Christ, our brother? All these adopted children in our church come to be a part of a family with a lot of other kids and they learn but they get the same they get the same treatment they're not different they're adopted they have the name of the fathers the father's name they have the name of the family they have a right to every privilege that the rest of the kids have and that's what it is for us adopted children of god we are joint heirs with jesus christ i want you to think about that some of you are going through some hard times. Some of you are going through some difficulties. I know that. You talk to me about it. You text me about it. We talk on the phone about it. We visit in person. Look, you are a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Everything. Joint heir. Celebrate all that you have in your inheritance in Christ. You're not treated any less than the Son of God. What an amazing fact that is. Well, second thing about this adoption is that those who believe in Jesus Christ by faith live the rest of their life as children of God. Here's, here's a reality. You'll never not be, you'll never be unadopted by God. Maybe that's a way to say it. That may be a little awkward, but you'll never be unadopted by God. You are now permanently adopted into the family of God. Maybe I say it this way, once a child of God, always a child of God. Now sometimes God's children behave like our children have behaved, don't they? They rebel, we get away from God, we don't listen to God, we go back to our stubbornness, but we are children of God. This is amazing. This assurance of adoption is so important. That's why it says here, you have not received a spirit of slavery that leads to fear. My friend, what is there to be afraid of if God the Father has adopted you? Surely you would not think that your heavenly Father would not take care of you as a child of God. So whatever you're facing today, pain, struggle, sickness, rejection, uh, despair from all kinds of 
difficulties. You are a child of God. I am, I am glad. I am glad to be a part of the family of God. You know, we sing that song. So the assurance of adoption comes from the Holy Spirit. He reminds us all the time, you're a child of God. You're a child of God. And there's a guarantee of permanence in that, isn't there? Always a child of God. So think about now adoption. First of all, uh, we're adopted by God into his family as a result of our faith in him and his choosing of us. Secondly, we're, we're uh, adopted and we spend the rest of our life now as children of God. So live up to your name, child of God. You hear me? That's what I have to say to myself. Live up to the, your name. Live up to your family name. You know, when I was a little boy, my dad reminded me, you know, you're a miller. So live like a miller lives with integrity, honesty, tell the truth. Live a life that honors God and loves your neighbor. Okay, we're children of God. Let's live up to the privileges of our name as God's children. As, what are we called? Christians, followers of Jesus. One last thing. Those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. And this is a wonderful, we could have spent the whole time on each one of these, but enjoy the family love of God. Now, boy, when I get to talking about this back in the South, this is a real big deal. It's true everywhere in the country, but man, family love in the South, the family love at the table, the family love of everybody getting together. It's the Southern thing, right? Oh, family love. When you've had it, you always hold on to it. I was speaking with one of our dear uh, widows just recently, and she was just remembering so many good memories of family love, family times together. Look, you're a part of the family of God. And when we gather together here at church, this is a part of God's family at First Baptist Church or wherever you go to church. But one day we'll be together with all of God's saints, all the family of God for eternity. What a glorious thing. We are loved by God the Father equally, and we love one another together in this way. As sons, we cry out, Abba, Father. You see, as only children cry to their parents. Abba, Father. Abba is the Hebrew way of saying daddy, and father is the, you know, is the Abba, Father, is the Greek way of saying it. They're both tender words. Daddy is the idea. Uh, confidence to go to the Heavenly Father because we have family love. You are loved by God. Go to Him with what you need. He knows. Here's what the Lord said about it. Your Father and my Father, Heavenly Father, listen to me, knows what you need before you ask. Now that encourages me because I don't always know how to ask God. Do you? He knows what you need before you ask. Rejoice in the family love of God. That's what it means to cry out, Abba, Father. You go to Him and you say, God, I know, Heavenly Father, I know you know my needs before I ask, but I still come and I say this to you. And so there is an excitement in the presence of God. That's the other part of Abba, Father. It's excitement to be. Kids love to be with their family, with their moms and dads. This is what I was talking about with the church the other day. For many days, as for me and my house, don't forget your kids love to be with you. And we love to be with the Heavenly Father. If you're a child of God, you love to be with God. You love to be, have time with God. You don't run from God. You run to God. So today, I want you to think about this. There's not one adopted child, from the, and I'm talking about in the world, that I've ever talked to 
who needs to be told about the privileges of being adopted. I've never met one adopted child that needed to be reminded of the privilege of being adopted. Every day when they looked into the face of their parents, they remembered that they chose them and gave them the gift of family love and family life and a new name and a new life. I hope you don't have to be reminded as a child of God of your great adoption. How does the old hymn say it? I am adopted, O wonderful love, heir to a heritage purchased above. Tell it, my soul, and joyfully sing. I am a child and an heir of a king. That's what we say, isn't it? May the Lord bless you today. Heavenly Father, bless my friends today who are a part of the family of God, my brothers and sisters in Christ. What a joy it is to be with brothers and sisters, all jointly adopted and joint heirs with our Lord and Savior and brother, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, the joy ahead of us in our inheritance that we share in the family of God. May we see it today. Thank you for the blessings if we have a good family on earth, but oh, the blessings of being a part of the family of God, adopted children of God. Bless my friends today in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Share this with someone along the way. If it's been a blessing to you, I hope you'll be with us tonight on Wednesday night at church. If you can come, I hope you'll be with us on Sunday. If you can come be with us, may the Lord bless you. Have a great day.